Hello world and hello life. Welcome here to another episode of the Golden Week Show. It's your girl Jojo and I'm so glad to be in your company. I know. I was supposed to release another one last week, but guys, releasing a podcast every week, I don't know how people do it. <laughs> it's just, it's hectic, right? So I'm only getting time now, but sometimes, you know, when you're busy bodies and you're not doing anything, but you're just busy bodies, something that I need to pray over. But um, yeah, so there's a story for another day. So um, I just, today, yeah, today I've done it. I'm going to be recording every second week i think it makes more sense so yeah welcome again to the reflection monday is your girl jojo and i'm so glad to be back once again in your company and i'm glad that you guys are listening and i hope you are listening and i hope you are learning something or two and please if you feel like you need to talk about something or you want me to touch on something please do um share it in the comment section and i will look at it and you know see what we can come up with yeah so yes um just today we are going to do a continuation from last week's reflection and last week we um did a reflection on moses when he was chosen um to go and free the israelites from egypt so that reflection was inspired by um, a, a sermon I listened by Joshua Solomon and he basically said if you're going through something that is really that you are not finding a, a balance or you're not finding how you can overcome it it's always easier to look at um, people like uh, Bible figures Bible stories that go, that are going through the same thing and then you can learn that how these people overcame it and what they were doing and how their interaction and discipline and obedience with god was so you know as i said in the previous one i was really going i'm i'm still going through um the issue of just writing and not trusting that i could write enough and because of my scientific background and now i'm asked to really write a lot so um because of that i decided i'm going to study um the book of Exodus, Moses specifically, and also um, now we're going to look at the book of Numbers because I just feel like it's um, a continuation on what we touched on last last time on our last reflection. So yeah, so now um, Moses, just a background. Moses um, eventually got the Israelites out of Egypt, and they crossed the Red Sea, and they are. Uh, now in the desert going to the land of milk and honey and this is what god promised um the children of israel when he uh, led them out of egypt and so now um we'll look into numbers 13 the whole of numbers 13 and then numbers 14 just half of it okay so so now the children of israel are in the desert and they are waiting to go to the promised land so god wants uh, so God uh, speaks to Moses and says to Moses that you must send men, send out spies out of the land of Canaan, which I'm giving to the children of Israel. So God already identifies the land, which is the land of Canaan, and he's giving them to 
the children of Israel. If only people can give us land nowadays in this Ventuk, guys. If people can just say, or, you know, like, no, Jojo, I am giving you land. You know how hard it is to get land up in this place? And we're so, we're like 2 million, okay, 2.5 million people. And we have over um, square kilometers of 800,000, I think. And we still, still are struggling to get land. But anyways, that is God's battle and not mine. I trust in the Lord. Yes, yeah, so, um, so yeah, so Numbers 1 verse 13. Uh, and then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I'm giving to the children of Israel for each tribe of their fathers. You shall send a man, everyone a leader among them. So, um, so God so God tells Moses, you must send these spies to go check out the land that I want to, to give you guys. And from verse 2 or 3 to verse like 16, um, the Bible speaks of, it describes which are these men that are going, from what tribe, and their names, okay? So we're not going to look at that. You guys can read that um, in your own time. So now we move over to verse 17 to 20. And then it says... Um, um okay verse 17 and then moses sent them to spy out the land of canaan and said to them go up this way into the south and go to the mountains and see what the land is like whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak few or many whether the land they dwell in is good or bad whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or strongholds whether the land is rich or poor or whether and whether there are forests there or not. Be of good courage and bring some some of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the season of the first ripe grapes. So these are the instructions that Moses gives to the spies, all right? So he tells them, number one, they must go to this land of Canaan and they must see if the people who dwell in there are strong or weak, okay? Whether the land is good or bad, and if the cities are if the cities are like camps or strongholds and if the land is rich or poor and um, whether they have forests or not and they must also bring the first fruits yeah, the fruits there so the spies go out and go look at the area and they are looking at the people and they are studying the areas and they find pomegranates and figs and then they have been scouting this this land of Canaan for 40 days. So now they are departing back to Moses and give, going to give a report of what they have seen, right? So um, so now this is the report. They come out the, the 12, the 12 spies. So they come, they give the report and the report is as follows, right? That report is in from verse 25. So the land is truly flowing with milk and honey that is one thing they, they all noticed okay and that they brought the fruit back and the people are strong they're not weak and the cities are fortified and they are very large and they also saw the descendants of Amek. so now um they see they then they told him and said we went to the land where you sent us it is truly flowing with milk and honey and it, this is the fruit Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong, 
the cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak, the, um, the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, the Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea in the land of Gags of the Jordan. Then verse 30, Caleb, Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. But then the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people. They are stronger than we are. And then, and they gave the children of Israel a bad report of, of the land which they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people who saw in it are men of great stature. There we saw the giants. <laughs> the descendants of Enoch came from the giants. And we were like us hopeless in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. So um, what I noticed between these two reports, initially the report they gave, what Moses had asked, they gave everything. The people were strong. Yes, they were asked to see if the people were strong or weak. The land is flowing with milk and honey. And they also gave the, the fruit, right? And the cities are large and they are fortified. So to me, when Caleb says, let us go get up at once and take position, for we are well able. So for me, when Caleb says that he, I, I, I'm reminded that he is, he's not thinking of how they are going to do it, but because God is with him and God has sent him and God has promised this land that is flowing with milk and honey. So they are well capable, well able to go and get, um, to go and get this land, right? But then the rest of the spies are like, nah, friend, those guys are crazy big. Those guys are of great stature. That land inhabits there. It, it devours the inhabitants. We are like grasshoppers in our own sight. And we are like grasshoppers in their own sight. What I see here is faith, is fear, right? Fear that you see yourself, this, this, this other spies see themselves as um, grasshoppers and these are these are like when you're chosen to be a spy right I think you must be you know strong you have to have um, intellectual capabilities you can you know do the whole je Jedi situation you know you're like you are the best of the best in that tribe that's why you are chosen so you are capable of doing spy work and yes you did go spy but it goes beyond that when you go spy you must go you know you are going to give a report so you can take over right but this 11 or 10 spies they didn't see that they just saw themselves like no i'm a spy but i'm not capable of going to fight against these people and take over this land you know and, and that is fear to me. I feel that um, those disciples, not disciples, sorry, the, 
the, the, the spies were afraid. They were afraid that they couldn't um, take over this land. They couldn't overthrow this land. And one question I, I'm having is, how did they know that they were seen as grasshoppers? How did they know that these people see them as nothing? That they, even if they tried, they wouldn't win. You know, for me, it's, that is already a cutoff. Like, they didn't have trust in themselves. They didn't have trust in, in, in their capabilities. And sadly enough, they didn't trust that God would really give them that land of milk and honey. And I think that is what we also go through most of the time. Before you're presented with a task or you're presented with a project or a calling, you already have this doubt in your mind like what if they can't listen to me what if they think i'm stupid or what if they think i am not good enough but you don't know what the others are thinking about you you don't know maybe they are afraid of you maybe when you're walking to your room they are like how can i even compete with this how do i bring myself to even you know think of um being on the same table with this woman or with this man just because of the way you carry yourself but then now if you're doubting yourself you you think that people see you the way you see yourself hmm. maybe you see yourself as a grasshopper maybe you see yourself not good enough maybe you see yourself that you are not going to make it or you are not a good writer or you are not a good singer or you are not you know you're not passionate enough you are not driven enough you don't have the excuse the French but the balls <laughs> to do what you are required to do so maybe that is how you see yourself and not necessarily how others see you you know so sometimes we already write the report before we win before we go into battle now how are we supposed to know we're going to win if we're already paralyzed by fear you know just because the challenge or the optic or obstacle obstacle looks like a giant you can't already declare yourself as a loser you can't just be defeated you know you need you, you do not know how they see you you don't know how people see you you don't know how they perceive you so they don't know who is working beside you who is working behind you or in front of you they don't know the, the times you've been having like prayer meetings or a prayer session in your room for hours and hours to prepare you for that time. You don't know that. They don't know that. So I think sometimes we just really, we just, we just cut off our blessings and our God-given um, um, things or, or, you know, blessings before we even start just because of fear and sometimes it's not even fear of others it's fear of it's exactly what the spies are looking is fear of how you think people are looking at you but trust me people are not even thinking about you <laughs> just like you you're not thinking about them people are not thinking about you people are trying to find their own ways in their own lives like those people in that city of Canaan they are probably just like okay it's now the season of the first fruits we we have to go now and you know 
go do the harvest they are not even thinking of who's gonna come and attack us or who's gonna come and take this land away from us they're just living their lives and trying to better their lives but then you i hope that makes sense but then um you're thinking otherwise you know so yeah we, sh we shouldn't really jump into that into that already like you don't be defeated before you start you know before you even go into battle when you enter that ring of battle you must be a caleb you must believe you must know that we you are well able to go and take over the city you are well able to sit for two hours and write that paper because god has you because god will teach you because god is no man that he shall lie all right so you should go into that battle with your whole armor you know like the Ephesians 6 from verse 10 to 17 go in that battle bring your armor in that battle bring your bible call upon the holy spirit the holy ghost fire everything you need for the battle is there you need a sound mind you need to go into this battle prepared and and you are prepared you are prepared because god has already laid down a foundation when you said yes to the call when you said yes i'm going to open that um non-profit organization when you said yes i'm going to write that book when you said yes i'm going to 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 get that podcast up and running god has already aligned you know plans people things words connecting words things to say things to do to get you to the, to the victorious um uh, to get you in, to get you victorious well it's it's not going to be easy of course it's not going to be easy you know the israelite stayed there for what is it 40 40 years so it's not going to be easy but god is always there with you all right so yeah go into battle with a sound mind and do not be defeated before you started like the israelites and um yeah so after the children were given the bad report the children of israel were given the bad report they started to complain i honestly think <laughs> this is where all this complaining started from from these children of israel or these children i don't know okay okay but yeah they now they start to complain to moses like asking why did they take them away from egypt and they should have just stayed in egypt and died there then die in the wilderness because now they are too afraid to go and get the land but now we are gonna die here because that's like the only option left you know that's not something else there's nothing else we can do like we are not strong we can't now go get those people but they are, they were told that god will give you the land god will give you the land and i don't know why they i think it's just fear you know and, and also sadly enough it's just disbelief that they are really going to be given the land flowing with milk and honey and sometimes that's what it is sometimes we just don't believe that god will really teach me how to write god will teach me how to you know put these words together and sentences together 
I know it's probably not like one of the best examples or the craziest thing that one goes through but it's the reality it's my reality you know and yours could be different but God can do the impossible okay so now let us move now from numbers 14 the children of Israel they're complaining and um, they're like no why did, they're asking Moses why did you leave us why did you bring us out of the land of Egypt or if only we had died in the land of Egypt then dying in the wilderness why has the Lord brought us out of this land to fall by the sword that our wives and children should become victims wouldn't it be better for us to return to Egypt so they said to one another let us select a leader and return to Egypt oh Israel <laughs> oh, Israel you know when you when you're when you're so used to being when you when you're afraid of change and when you're afraid of change and when you're afraid when you fear that you're not capable enough to move into greatness or to move into a greater season of your life this is what you do this is where you go back to comfort you go back to normal you go back to where what you know what is safe for you so you know now the children of Israel they were given a bad report they really disregarded what Caleb was saying they didn't even listen to him and they focus on the other the forces they focused on the 10 and the, on the other 10 uh, spies other than to Caleb Caleb right so now they want the leader and want to go back to Egypt ah, yeah. all right so now then um, then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel but Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephunneh who were among who had spied out the land tore their clothes they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel saying the land we passed to spy out is exceedingly good land guys if the Lord delights in us then he will bring us into the into this land and give it to us a land that is flowing with milk and honey again you know Caleb and Joshua I like guys just listen to us that land is good land that land is for us and if God says he will give us that land and if God delights in, delights in us then he will bring us into this land and give it to us the land is really flowing with milk and honey you really want to go back to Egypt are you really afraid to just trust and believe and have faith that if we go in this land God will give it to us that's all you need to do trust and believe you know that he will give it to us and you go only in them um, numbers um, 9 to um, numbers 9 only do not rebel against the Lord nor fear the people of the land for they are our bread their protection has departed from them and the Lord is with us do not fear them so they are afraid like even with this you know even with this they say only do not rebel against the Lord 
Do not rebel against the Lord. Listen to what God is saying. Trust Him to what He's saying. And do not fear the people of that land. You know, for their bread is ours. For they are our bread. It's like, we can take them, guys. We can take them. <laughs> you know, we can do this. Their protection is, they don't even have protection. Imagine, they don't have protection. God says He will give us the land. What is there more to ask? Why are we not going to do this? And, say, and they told them that do not be afraid. But then the congregation said to said, and all the congregation said to them with stones. Now the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the meeting before all the children of Israel. So now you know, and this is just really a true, um, a true definition of that. We really do let fear just keeps us away from God's glory. We, we, we just we are so afraid of the unknown, and we say we have faith and we say we believe, but when we are presented with something so big, something so in our eyes, right? And and let us also not forget that. Our ways are not God's ways, and our thoughts are not God's thoughts. So, when we think that this thing is massive, is huge, we cannot overcome it. It's just impossible. We we will fail. God sees it differently. God doesn't even see anything. He doesn't even see what the problem is because He already said, "I will be with you. Just trust Him. I will be with you." And I delight in you. I will make this happen for you. So, it's 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 really sad that even in my own life, I have let fear take over, and I have just let fear paralyze me to not do what God called me to do, or which is really what I feel in my heart. What God called me to do and what I wanted to do, you know, it took me such a long time, even for me to start this podcast. It took me a while because I was like, "Who's going to listen? Who's going to be part of it? Who's going to?" Must I even put it on my Instagram? And 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 mind you, this is a battle that I need to fight, or that I'm constantly fighting and presenting to God every day. Like I do not want fear to be. The ultimate decision maker of my life so I'm gonna do it and even if it takes take step by step small steps still I'm moving forward and that is something that we should all learn from the children of Israel that's why it took them 40 days I don't want to take I don't want to take 40 days 40 years I mean to just learn how to write I don't want to do that I don't want to take 40 years to just get to that promised land no i want to to focus on the good report i want to focus on the possibility that yes yes i can and yes i will and yes god has my back and i'm not going to focus on the bad like the israelites did the 10 spies just focus on really what they couldn't do and what they thought is like bad for them they didn't even focus on anything like they didn't focus on what 
what Moses had sent them to to focus on like they didn't focus on the land that God will give him the land filled with milk and honey that is all that is what they were promised a land filled with milk and honey and they saw that land Caleb and Joshua so that that is the land that is filled with milk and honey and if God said he will give us that land we are well a we are well able to to get that land and God will make sure that we get that land because he promised that he will be with us that he will get that land that we will get that land you know so i think we should should start focusing uh we sh- shift our focus on what god promises in our lives which is a life of abundance and i think if the land is flowing with milk and honey when something is flowing you know it's it's continuously moving it's it's not ending it keeps flowing this land is flowing with milk and honey so god promises a life of abundance and that is the life that you can have that you and i can enjoy in his presence so we should focus on those things and we should never leave um doubt fear to really just um paralyze us and paralyze our abilities and our thoughts because when you do that you you don't think straight because your heart just i'm sure there's a scientific reason or a scientific way that when you are afraid you start um you know breathing faster you are just nervous and everything is just not going it's just bad okay so um so what i've taken from this is that don't let fear don't don't let fear keep you in the same place don't let doubt in god's word in god's promises keep you in the same in the same place or rather take you back to your comfortable zone take you back to what you know that is easy and that is um okay that you don't need to put in effort you're just like okay you know what it's it i can't deal with this let me go back to egypt i need to go back to egypt because egypt is safe egypt is is it's not a hassle i don't need to fight against anyone i just need to work and i will get food and someone will provide for me you know don't don't let fear do that to you it can be paralyzing to an extent that you feel like you are not capable of doing anything but when you see yourself through the eyes of Christ when you see yourself through God's promise through God's living word you can do it you can do anything you can write that book i can actually be a good writer i can i just need to walk through the fear i need to work through the doubt the disbelief the confusion i need to work through that and when you work through that and when you keep God's promises replaying in your mind then you will do it because God is there for you he will be there for you so fear is the worst thing that you can do to yourself fear is is paralyzing fear is stagnation you you're paralyzed you're stagnant you're not moving and that's what the devil wants you to be because now you can't do great things in God's word in God's kingdom 
and you can't spread the message through books, through motivations, um, through whichever calling that you or whichever purpose that you feel like God is calling you for, then you can't do that because you you don't give yourself a chance to, to move forward. You don't give yourself a chance to learn to break, to learn to get up, to learn to break, to get up, you know, to break, to fall and get up. You, 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 because you're just very comfortable. Fear puts you in a comfortable zone and it just, it, it's not worth it. Yeah. So, um, um, I hope this was not just ranting. I hope that, um, you guys got something, um, out of this. I am definitely going to give another reflection Monday and have a surprise, um, um, podcast episode on um celibacy and virginity and yeah so i think that will be exciting something different for a change and i'm going to really try to uh, expand my uh, podcast focus it on also other different areas and see how we can grow you know as a community um thank you so much for listening to me and god bless God be with you, God protect you, God covers you, and remember to live life boldly. Alright, so see you next time. Ciao, bye.